Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday the 31st and final day of May. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsor since before day number one. None of Zaslow Show 2.0 is possible without the support of Anna Jar and Levine. Accident attorneys, 800 747 free. So, we are a day away from the NBA Finals. The Heat will make their seventh all time appearance. In the NBA Finals tomorrow night in the Mile High City, 
We're a few days away still from the Panthers. It feels like it's been forever since we've seen our favorite little hockey team in action skating around there, kicking ass. That's Saturday night, Panthers at Vegas. It is kind of weird, right, where the Panthers haven't played in forever, and their series is not starting until two days after the Heat series. The Heat series ended only two nights ago. Now, I do understand, of course, it's not as if both conference final, conference champions in the Stanley Cup playoffs have been waiting around like the Panthers. The Vegas Knights won the Western Conference the same night. The Heat won the Eastern Conference Championship in the NBA. But, you know, they want to make sure the games are standalone. What we, it's a blessing. Thank you. That, hashtag blessed. That we don't have any NBA Finals games or Stanley Cup Finals games at the same time. Now, there are some days where there's nothing because built-in travel days are in the schedule for both sports, but we're never getting the same on the same night. You have to figure some of that is coordinated. They haven't been coordinated anything else. They didn't coordinate the conference finals. We just got lucky that the Panthers were on TNT and the Eastern Conference, the Heat, were also on TNT. We got lucky there. But you got to figure the NBA and the NHL, they coordinate when it comes to their final round. So anyway, we got a big show planned today. Here's what we got coming up. How would you like to hear from Dan Lebetard? I mean, come on. That's a guy you want to hear from. They had a disaster on their show yesterday. They lost power and Lebetard is going to be on our show today. We'll be able to get all the good... All the good heat talk out of him. We'll recap this series. We'll do all that good stuff with Lebetard. So we'll get Lebetard on the show today. He'll be joining us. Very excited to talk to him. You're not going to want to miss that. Also, what if I told you we're going to talk to ESPN NBA front office insider Bobby Marks. That's right. Bobby Marks is going to join us later on on today's show as well. So we got a couple guests who are going to join us on the show today. One will help us recap what we just saw with the Miami Heat. That's Dan Lebetard. And another one, Bobby Marks, will take a look at these finals. I'll give you a hot tip here. And you know Bobby Marks always loves the Heat. Bobby Marks riding with the Heat. He's been riding with them all year. He picks the Heat to win the NBA Finals over the Denver Nuggets. That's not why we're having Mom. We like him anyway. But we're going to get Bobby Marks on the show. We'll do some general NBA with him as well as Miami Heat basketball. But we got an action-packed show today. We got a couple guests. I'm so glad to have you guys aboard. So a couple things I want to get to before we get to Levitard here. So number one, I want to send a huge thank you. I tweeted this out this morning. I want to say, and you can always follow me on Twitter at Zaslow Show. I want to send a huge thank you on behalf of everyone here at Zaslow Show 2.0. As yesterday was a really big day for the show. Yesterday, predictably, right, was a record-setting day for the show. I told you guys, this has been going on for really over a month now where the show is really growing. And it could be a number of things. It could be just words getting out and, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get all of my audience back. You'd really be surprised at how long... It takes for people to know where you are. My last, what, year and a half, I believe it was, year, year and a half, on terrestrial radio, I was on 560 WQAM. So much of my audience 
had no idea I wasn't on 790 the ticket anymore. I'd been associated with 790 ticket forever, of course. And and I still associate myself. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm you know, station doesn't exist anymore. But like, hey, when someone says, what station were you on all those years? I say 790 the ticket. That, that was my home. And the same thing now where, yeah, I've been doing Zaslow Show 2.0 for, I think, about seven, seven, eight months now. Such a large portion of my audience still has no idea. I told you guys, I'll be at card shows. My my son, my older son, Corey, he's way into trading cards. I mean, there, there's so much money swapping in and out of my accounts like because of trading cards. I, I hope he's not dealing drugs. There's a lot of money going in now. A lot of traffic. Anyway, so we go to these card shows. And I'll get recognized by a lot of the vendors. Clearly huge fans. Zaslow, I'm such a huge fan. Oh, thank you so much. It's really nice to it's really nice to meet you. Where are you these days? I can't hear you anymore. It's like, yeah, I'm still doing the show. And and, and these are these are clearly big fans, but they don't know yet where the show is. So the point is, there's still so much room to grow with Zaslow Show 2.0. So much room to grow. And over the last like month and a half, you know, the numbers have really, really spiked. Is it because people are starting to find the show? Is it because I've done several appearances, including doing the entire national show with Levitard recently? Yeah, I'm sure that plays a big part too. Is it because the Miami Heat and Florida Panthers and South Florida sports are in the middle right now of the best and most unique run we've ever had? That is probably the biggest part. But whatever the reason is, it's likely a combination of all three of those. And yesterday's show, predictably, was a monster. Record-setting numbers for the show, for this little show yesterday. And I'm super appreciative of all you guys. You know, I had a bunch of people, a bunch of my friends reached out to me yesterday. Hey, amazing show today. Great show. And, 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 I, and it's great that they did that because I really did feel after the show yesterday, that this was a good show. You know, I don't always feel that. You'll say, hey, good show. So it's like, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't think it was a good show. Some days you feel great about the show. Some days you don't feel so good. But that doesn't mean it wasn't a good show. It's just, I don't know. I didn't feel it was great today. But after the show yesterday, I really felt good about the show yesterday. And so when I get messages like that from friends that reinforce my, uh, and, and I told a few of them, like, yeah, yeah, I think, you know, hey, hey, Zaz, a great show today. And I, and I would write back, I'm like, yeah, I, I felt really good about today's show, which I did. And then to actually, like, I just randomly decided, you know what? And, and I, don't, I don't like to do this. I don't like to check the numbers of the show regularly. That, that'll make you crazy. You know, it's probably like when, you know, actors, they got a movie coming out. Are you keeping track of the box office? You're gonna, you pour your heart and soul into it, and then you keep track of the box office, it's going to make you mental. And so... I don't like to do that. I try not to. I, I try to. I don't do that. I'll check every now and then, but I certainly never check the numbers immediately. I never check the numbers less than 24 hours after yesterday's show. But for whatever reason, I decided to do that this morning, and I was whoa. So that's why I sent out a message this morning thanking you guys. I'm I'm really I'm really thrilled. Show's going in a good direction, and I really appreciate it. So I felt good about yesterday. I felt really good about yesterday's show, and it was 
you know, like I, I got confirmation that the show was good because it was, it was, a, it was really a record-setting day for us yesterday. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay, so anyway, before we get to Levitard, also, hey, real quick, all right, none of this is possible without the support of my sponsors. And you know how this works? Support the sponsors who support the show. We keep this thing going round and round. I told you, I'm never going to charge you for the show. It's never, there's never going to be any kind of fee. I'm never, ever, ever going to do that. That's when I will stop doing the show. But the way that it works is the sponsors, they they sponsor the show and you're supporting the sponsors and that keeps it all going round, all right? And one of our great sponsors, been with us right from the beginning, Brunt Insurance. I love Brunt Insurance being on the show because I've been using Brunt Insurance for 10 years now, making sure that my home is covered. Matter of fact, I got a renewal coming up next month, and I'm going to talk to the man, Greg Brunt himself, 954-589-2204. We'll go over a few things, make sure I still got the exact coverage that I need, make sure that I'm getting the best price around. I know that I'm going to get that with Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204, and not just Broward County here. The entire state of Florida, wherever you're calling from, all the way up Pensacola, all the way down to the Keys, you're getting the most comprehensive and affordable insurance around. Brunt Insurance most recently was rated top five, number five in the entire country. Number one, the state of Florida, but number five in the entire country. And I told you, I've been with Brunt Insurance, getting my home insurance from them for 10 years now. Maybe you don't own your home. You need renter's insurance. Maybe you're in a condo. Yeah, Brunt Insurance is taking care of you. Bruntinsurance.com. The market is super confusing. You can't do it on your own. There's going to be little stuff that you don't know about that when you call 954-589-2204, Brunt Insurance fully licensed staff. They know your area. They're going to make sure you are covered properly. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Let me take a sip of my coffee here. Everybody hold on. All right, very good. So, I don't play golf. Where's the headed, Zaslow? I don't play golf. All of my friends play golf. I wish I played golf. Now, the fact of the matter is, and I know this may may be hard to believe from a lot of you, but... I was a very good athlete. And so, while my friends were playing golf, my friends were on the high school golf team, my friends would play golf all the time. I was playing real sports. I was playing basketball. And I, I, I never had interest in golf. Hell, I picked up the Tiger Woods stuff so late. You would never catch me dead watching golf on the weekend. And I do regret that. I regret not because... Now, like, I'll watch the golf now for sure. When the golf's good, it's really good. I'll watch it now, even though I don't play. But I, I regret not being into watching golf 20, 25 years ago and really being part of all the Tiger craze. Never was. I regret that. But I also regret not taking up golf. So all my friends play. I can't play basketball anymore now. It's a disgrace. I wish I wish that I played golf. And, and don't, don't sell me on... Oh, you could still take lessons. You could still do it. It's so time-consuming. I see all my friends. Now, now a bunch of my friends are, are, are really good. But I see how hard it is. And they've been playing their whole life. I've never played. I'm going to start now. I, 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 can't, 
I don't have the time for it. I can't do it. It's too hard. So anyway, we went to Top Golf the other day. Took my family, the four of us. We went to Top Golf, and and my older son, by the way, he doesn't play. Go- my older son is very athletic, and and he's one of those kids who's good at everything. And so we get out to Top Golf, and guess what? He can hit the ball. He's he's good. He now I say he's good. It's all relative, but. He can hit the ball. He's got good form. It's clearly like, oh, if you play a little bit, there's something there. You could act, You could play golf. You would be all right at this. So I'm going to get up there. Now, I've never done top golf, which, by the way, really fun. We had a great time, and we suck, but we had a great time. So I have not swung a golf club, I'd say, 25 years. A few times when I was in high school, I went to the driving range. Aqua golf, right? Where they shot something about Mary. You guys know what I'm talking about. Went to aqua golf a bunch of times. I haven't swung a golf club in 25 years. I've never actually played golf. I've never been on a golf course and hit a golf ball. I've never played. Hard to believe, right? It's crazy. So... I get out there to top golf and look, I'm, I'm crushing the ball. And now I'm sure my swing is super ugly. I'm crushing the ball. I'm hitting it hard. But here's the thing. We're on the second level. You know, you got the first level and then you got the second level. Maybe some top golfs have third level too, even. I don't know. But we're on the second level and I'm crushing the ball. But here's the thing. I'm really not crushing the ball. I'm getting like four feet of air underneath the ball. And it's going really far because we're on the second level. And if I was on the first level, the ball would be skipping all the way down. Because I'm only getting like three or four feet of air underneath the ball. So super deceiving. And I suck out there, obviously. I'm hitting it hard. I'm making decent contact because I'm hitting it hard, but I'm not getting any lift under it. So if we were on a real golf course, I mean, that ball's skipping all the way down the fairway, you know? Like, it's not going anywhere. So anyway, and by, and by the way, I, I was getting a little bit of the bug. I was like, this is fun. I would like to, I would like to go on. I'd like to go. Like, my son and I, we're going to go to the driving range. We're going to go and hit some golf balls. We're, we're going to see if this takes us somewhere. And my cousin's, my cousins and my uncle, they play golf regularly. Maybe we'll join them one time. I mean, I'll, we'll be horrific, but we're hitting the balls out there at Top Golf. So we're like, let's do this again. But I'm definitely terrible because, like I said, it was so deceiving how far I was hitting the ball because I'm not getting any lift underneath it. So these are terrible shots in, th- in, in reality. My next question so I, I, we really enjoyed it. I'd like to go out to the driving range and see what I got. But my next question is, or my next statement is, I think I may have pulled my hamstring. So, the first swing that I took out there, all right, and I came back, you know, to to the hub, whatever the hell it's called, and as I'm walking back, I told my wife underneath my breath, I think I pulled a muscle in my back. Now, I'm fine. Back, I'm fine. Like, whatever. It's fine. 
But I'm feeling it now in my hamstring on the inside of my right leg. I think I may have strained my ham. Like, can you do that? Because you understand, you know, I'm using muscles, a golf swing. I'm using muscles that, like, I, I've never used. I, I don't swing a golf club. So it's all unnatural for me. And I'm in a little bit of pain here. <laughs> like, is that possible? Could I have... Hit me up at Zaslow Show. Could, or at Zaslow J on Instagram, or I'm an influencer, of course. Could I have pulled a hamstring swinging the golf club? Because what else could it be from over the last couple of days? So... I'm in a little bit of pain, and I'm wondering if I pulled a muscle at top, if I if I strain my hamstring at Top Golf. Very pathetic. All right, we're gonna get Lebetard on the show here. Before we get Lebetard on, we'll talk all kinds of heat basketball with him. I want to tell you guys, Water Cleanup of Florida, one of our great new sponsors. If you got a water leak in your home or your business, you don't know where it's coming from. You got to get on the phone right away. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. I've already had several listeners reach out to me. Zazlo, thank you so much for telling me about Water Cleanup of Florida. My man, the, you know, the Greensteins, they have over 60 years of combined experience. Their team is going to handle any type of leak detection issue that you have. And, and I'm being told they're saving me so much money. They're out of my house now. They're already starting the project. We're getting it taken care of. I love hearing that. And one of the best parts about Water Cleanup of Florida, after they locate the leak and repair it, Water Cleanup of Florida is then going to clean, dry, and fully restore any of the damaged areas. Water Cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, certified to provide that one-stop shopping that all of us busy homeowners and busy business owners require. No need to bring in other contractors. Water Cleanup of Florida is handling the entire project from start to finish, serving the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach counties. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, or go to WCUFL.com. You can check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So after one of the all-time great nights in the history of South Florida sports, one of the biggest nights and biggest wins in the history of the Miami Heat, we continue on this week. We are celebrating. We are super excited for the finals getting going. Of course, Stanley Cup finals over the weekend. Dan Lebetard joining us here. Lebetard Show, YouTube, everywhere you get your podcast. You know what I'm talking about. Thank you so much for joining us here. Let me ask you, if the Heat fan, Dan, you know, the Heat fan was crushed, myself included. I did not have the faith leading up to Game 7. But if the Heat fan, now that we know, you, you pump the Heat fan with truth serum. Now that we know the way it ended with the Game 7 win and crushing the Celtics and the Celtics fans' souls, would we take the way that it ended, winning up there in Game 6, over if we would have held on in Game 6 and won that game at home? What would the Heat fan choose? This is one of the things, Zaz, that we've been arguing, and thank you for having me on your show, uh, for I think 14 years now. What I keep arguing is that one of the greatest things about this roller coaster that sports gives us that makes us hyperventilate and is unlike anything really in entertainment is the fear so I ask people, like, I like doing this as a sociological test with three seconds left in 
that game the other day, I texted a handful of people, fun? Is this fun? Yeah, it's fun. Now it's fun. It's fun now. It wasn't fun all game, but now it's fun. And then three seconds later, 2.9 seconds later, it's not fun. It's not only not fun, but you're walking around for two days with a hole in your stomach because a bunch of a people of people putting a ball in a hole has affected your life so much that it's unlike anything in entertainment. So, yeah, it's better to go from up 3-0 to tied 3-3 to Boston having a coronation where the arena that they entered was celebrating a championship. And then on the very first play, the air starts leaking out of the building. Again, Zaz, on the very first play of that historic franchise that has become a rivalry franchise for the Miami Heat, I think mm -hmm. we can say that's their greatest rival, period. Not a second place. Those are the tiers that taste best. Those are the two teams that have been competing for the top of the Eastern Conference. To see slowly, drip by drip, the air leaking out of the building so much that the Heat's alleged most scared player, Duncan Robinson, is holding a hand to his ear saying, hey, Boston, I can't hear you anymore as they stream out the exits. You can make the argument that that felt better than anything that the Heat have ever felt that isn't at the very end of winning a championship, that there is no feeling like the one they gave you because the heartbreak was so immense because there's nothing like that in entertainment, Zaz, that in three seconds or by a tenth of a second could make joy go to despair back to joy 48 hours later. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. For you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com aware. It really is so stupid because for 48 hours, I was moping around. I, I You would have thought I was grieving a loss of a relative, like someone died in my life for 48 hours in between six and seven. And I did have a moment where I said to myself, why am I letting this ruin my life? For two days, it had ruined my life. You are an alleged adult. I will say again, 
that there is nothing like this in entertainment. You do not walk around with a hole in your stomach for two days because of the vicarious living through others that you do through sports. Uh, Zaz, the reason that you and I are able to make a career in this is because people care like that about this stupid thing. It does not have perspective. You do not jump up and down that way when your child is born in the hospital room the way that you do at the end of a game. You can say that's the greatest day of your life, the day that your child was born, but you don't jump up and down screaming the way that you do at a sporting event. And you're right. The loss feels like a heaviness that you can feel silly feeling it, but you can't help feeling it. You can't do anything about oh my God, I've got a weight in my stomach. Why is that there? This is all stupid. It is the most important thing in the world. I'm an idiot. How were they not scared going into that game yesterday? Like I I didn't, my whole thing, I did not think they were going to win game seven. I was very clear about that because I just, I don't know how you recover from the way game six ended. And they just, they were never scared. They, they, they I, I guess, you know, they take after their leader, you know, they take after Jimmy. And he certainly doesn't waver emotionally. And I just, I couldn't believe how they weren't scared in that game. Zaz, at the end of game six, I'm listening on my television to Stan Van Gundy saying of Jimmy Butler, and you've seen what Jimmy Butler has been for three years. The postseason numbers are not up for dispute. They're in the realm of Michael Jordan. Stan Van Gundy was saying on your television, he's intimidated. He's intimidated. He couldn't get off the ground. His legs didn't work. There's this weird thing over the last couple of seasons with the Celtics where having the home field home court advantage means absolutely nothing. It means you lose. It means you lose at such an enormous clip, as I'm not making this number up. When you look at like the last 24 games, the home winning percentage is like Detroit Pistons this year. Detroit Pistons, the worst team in the league. You could not win at home. Uh, they were comfortable in that setting. They won the first two games in that setting. They won a bunch of games there last year. They know that team, and um, they clearly they clearly were not afraid. And I think uh, when you say, how are they not afraid, they played so many games like that this year. And once you get very early, very early, first play of the game, you get Tatum Hurts, his ankle, and they missed their first 11 threes. That's when Boston starts feeling it. Like that's when you can feel that the energy of whatever that place was, was no longer an advantage because of how quiet it was, because what surrounded them was fear. What surrounded them was understandable fear because they don't trust that team because they know that the other coach is the better coach. They know that once Tatum is out, oh my God, our Supermax player, Jalen Brown, is going to have more turnovers going to his left than anyone has ever had in an Eastern Conference final game seven because he couldn't dribble anymore. And uh, yeah, when you ask me, why is it that they weren't afraid? How many of those games have they played this year? Like, I know they're regular season games, but all they do is play close games. Like, what, what do they have to lose when they're the eighth seed and... They shouldn't have been in game six. They maybe shouldn't have even been in the playoffs, given how the play-in games went. They didn't have much of a season. So all they've given us is bonus, bonus, extra, extra, when I think a lot of us gave up on this season a lot of different ways and with good reason. It says there's stats. Like, what are you doing with your stats when you're – 
You're in the 20s in everything all season. You're in the 30s in scoring. You're not top 10. You're not top 20. You're bottom half of the league on all of your chief statistics. Like, why, why would anyone in a Heat uniform have any reason to think that there was any pressure on them when they've stunk all year, stunk by their standards? How about all throughout the season, most of us would would say something like, you can't be a championship team if Caleb Martin is a starter on your team. <laughs> Unbelievable. You that. Well, I mean, there's some stats, though. Caleb Martin's being paid less by the Heat than the Mets are paying Bobby Bonilla. Uh, <laughs> Caleb, uh, Caleb Martin, um, I believe had more points than Jalen Brown on like 50 fewer shots in the series. <laughs> I think Caleb Martin and Tyler hero combined for more threes in the series than Tatum and Jalen Brown. Um, that was startling to watch, uh, to hear the broadcaster say is Caleb Martin, this team's number one, he's playing like a number one. Caleb Martin gave the Miami heat, everything that the Boston Celtics needed from Jalen Brown. That series was not decided because Jimmy Butler was better than Jason Tatum. That series was decided because Caleb Martin was a good deal better than Jalen Brown. So you have a problem. It sounds like with Caleb Martin, not winning the conference MVP. Well, he should have won the MVP. Uh, my, I prefer the funny than to having a problem. Reggie Miller on the broadcast saying again and again that he should win the MVP. And then when it was time to vote, he was the swing vote that made Jimmy Butler the MVP. How does that that's happen? A, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's funny, right? That's, How does that, that happen? It's, it's, that is uh, the stucatification of all media right there. Just give a bunch of opinions in a bunch of different places, and some of them will be right. You don't have to worry about anything in the way of consistency. I love how, I think it was the guys after the game talking about Caleb Martin going to get paid back up that brake truck. It's like, yeah, we have him under contract for two more years at $6 million a year. Like, he's going to have to wait a little bit to wind up getting paid. Like, un unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, but, but all of it. Gabe Vincent will probably be paid, but he's Gabe Vincent. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's one of the things I, I don't even remember. I can't. You will know this off the top of your head because you are both a Heat scholar and someone who pays attention to the details. But I burst out laughing when they gave Haywood Highsmith's credentials from uh, from college, like when they're just sort of stumbling through whatever that was, Division Two. I'm watching strip, dunk, fool around on Jason Tatum, and then they start telling you, yes, Haywood Highsmith from you know Division Two college, blah 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 blah. Uh, yeah, what they're what the Heat are doing has no precedent in in the history of that sport. Uh, I got to tell you, for, for, let, let me ask you a couple things about Boston that I've been talking about. Number one, Jalen Brown. We've been talking about, like, people have been talking about this for weeks now. $300 million, uh, all NBA this offseason. Like, he just had the chance. Tatum's hurt. It's game seven to go to the finals. You want to be a number one. He was horrific. A and now $300 million? Like, how do you do that? He is eligible for the Supermax, which would make him the richest player in the franchises, uh, I, I'm sorry, the richest player the in the NBA. NBA. Yeah. It would be the biggest contract in the entire NBA. And when you say 
how uh, how do you do that? That is why it was a blueprint game in the same way that uh, LeBron James many years ago went into Boston for game six on what was a blueprint game. There were many people on television at 3-0 saying, you've got to break it up. You've got to break up the Celtics. Then they get back to 3-3 and people start changing their mind. It happens that quickly when the games matter like this and the stakes get ratcheted to this high a place where you can go from being someone to, who makes a lot of money to someone who loses a lot of money because I, I believe Jalen Brown should have cost himself the confidence of not just the Boston fan base, but the Boston front office because he is what he is as a player. You know within three years – what players are. Bam out of bio, you could do it on the other side. What you've seen from Bam is what he is. He's not going to get a good deal better than that. That's what he is. You can want him to get better. He has gotten better, but the chief improvement with players is usually within three years. You know what they are. This is what Jalen Brown is, and what Jalen Brown is is not good enough for that kind of contract if you're going to pair him with Tatum, and he's not going to be your second best player because that's not good enough. You need someone to make him the team's third best player. As a as a journalist, does Joe Mazzulla's behavior with the media offend you? Because I'm watching him with Ali LaForce in, in, at, uh, in between quarters. I'm watching him with Abby Chin after the game, who works for NBC Sports Boston. And the, the, the attitude and the way he speaks them to me is gross. It's humorless. Uh, what he is doing is pressurized. If you don't think that you have perspective when you're walking around with a hole in your stomach and you're off to the periphery of the side of the stage, Joe Mazzula, who is what, eight years younger than you with yeah. the pressure of all of Boston history on him with that fan base breathing, it's uncomfortable, bad breath on his neck. Like my guess is that he's got a lot of reasons to be humorless. My guess is that that's not a very happy job for him uh, when when the pressure gets stacked up. And I don't I haven't seen a whole lot of personality from him. And when you look at what that team was last year and what it was this year, and you see that one of the key differences is the coach and one of the few differences is the coach and you see an eight seed beat a one seed. I understand why it is that that man would be a special kind of miserable. I know this is something that gets talked about or has been talked about in the past on your show, specifically coming from Stu Gatz. And it has bothered the hell out of me for, for a couple of years now. Like, we're finally at the place where nobody ever has the right to say that Pat Riley has failed Jimmy Butler, right? Jimmy Butler has had no success in his career before coming here. And now in four years... He's in the conference finals three times and the NBA finals twice. Like, we can't talk about Pat Riley failing Jimmy Butler, right? Why would you take any words or syllables that Stugatz has to say about anything, given that he's got a 20-year resume of those words being either lies or meaning nothing? Why would you uh, find yourself bothered by anything that Jimmy Butler or anything that Stugatz says about Pat Riley? I think that Pat Riley should be golden in this town forever for a number of different reasons. One of them being uh, the very simple reason that you don't get many franchises that are allowed to be this relevant for this long while overturning their roster 
all the time. The Sacramento Kings just made the playoffs for the first time in 17 seasons. I've seen Budenholzer as a Hawks coach win 61 games coach of the year, and then the Hawks stop mattering right after that. It's not easy to stay at the top of the sport relevant, no matter that Pat Riley has done it at three different franchises, three different places, and not coincidentally, took it 25 years ago from New York and brought it down here. And New York hasn't had it since like hasn't had it since because he took it with him in terms of what it is you're looking at those as, as someone who appreciates the history of this franchise, I ask you this question because you're a fan and I'll go back to the numbers. I, I didn't articulate earlier from stat muse on the heat this season, 30th in points, 27th in rebounds, 28th in a sixth in assists. 25th in offensive rating, 21st in net rating. So bottom third of the league in just about all the categories. I have maintained some objection from the shipping container that if they win the title this year, it will be the best feeling that a Heat fan has ever had because it's the greatest thing in sports. It's the surprise. You didn't expect anything. The fear was large with those LeBron teams. The stakes were high because the country was laughing at you. But the surprise, that's not allowed to be a surprise when you've got LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh on your team. Yeah. This, yeah. this in the history of this sport, a sport that doesn't tend to be random, this is this winning the title would be the biggest surprise in the history of the sport, and I maintain the greatest feeling a Heat fan has ever had. We've never had the surprise, even you know, those titles at LeBron, that's the expectation. Even the title with Shaq and Dwayne Wade, that was the expectation. We've never had the surprise run. And if you want to say that the bubble was a surprise, yeah, it was, but it doesn't have the atmosphere of playing at home, playing away. Like it's not the same as like. I, I, the fear that I had last night, I, I never had that kind of fear in the bubble because you don't have the crowd element involved in the game. You're not scared because, holy shit, we're on the road tonight facing elimination. That wasn't in the bubble. So it's a different experience. We've never had the underdog feel the surprise element to it. So this is so extraordinary and so unique. I think the only one that would compare if they won the whole thing is the first time because it was the first time. But I can tell you, yeah, if they won it this year, it would be a bigger feeling than any of the ones with LeBron. Yeah, for sure. I have uh, felt fear in arenas while watching Heat games. I don't believe that I have seen or felt the fear that was around the Heat this year, and I'm talking about last year as well, because I know that went seven games, but those games were super weird and they were lopsided and, and they weren't close and it was just a confusing series all around. I have not felt the fear that makes some of these things so fun in 10 years here, in in, in maybe more than 10 years when, when LeBron was ratcheting everything up to a place where it did feel like the nation was rooting against the Miami Heat. I... I thought that the the game between six and seven had more fear in it than anything I've felt in a decade down here. Well, yeah, because we I, I didn't I didn't want like you think I need blowing a 3-0 lead only team ever. Like I need that shit in my life. That's forever. I never lived that down. Like that that was the fear. And it's against our greatest rival. It's against Boston. Like that was the fear. Finally, Dan, uh, I need to ask you. So 
Riley, and you see Alonzo Mourning. He stands, stands next to him the whole game, like we saw the other night. And they're sitting like in the crowd. You know, they're like a few rows up, the, the media seats that are given to, to family and friends of the team. Do you think, like, do Boston fans yell things at him throughout the game? Does he, like, does he just ignore everything? Like, what must that experience be like? They hate Pat Riley's guts going back to the 80s. Like, are they not yelling things at him all throughout the game? Yeah, I'm going to tell you uh, a secret here because uh, I was offline talking to Pat Riley about some of the stuff during the series. And this is not revisionist history. This is going back to this entire playoff run, because I think everyone listening to this understands that Pat Riley can choose whatever seat he wishes to have in whatever arena he wishes to have. And if he wished to be apart from that stuff, he would sit in a skybox or something. He loves it. He loves being in the center of people hating him and angry. He likes it more than being at home. He enjoys, he he says that it is a greater state of living because unlike some of the people with the hole in their stomach, he is saying, what are they going to do to me at the end of this? They're not going to hang me in the town square by my thumbs. We're going to lose a basketball game. Do you know how many of these I've played? Do you know how many times I've been gutted by the Boston Celtics? This goes back to the 70s and 80s, and I refuse to retire. Why? Because I love sitting in the middle of all of that, letting them yell everything they want to yell. And then my most scared player, Duncan Robinson, is holding an ear to the crowd because it's so quiet. And I've got, and he's listening to all those people file out around him. Doesn't like it, Zaz. Loves it. Loves it more than home games. Loves sitting right in the middle of the cauldron and having them yell whatever it is they want to yell at him. That's so good. Dan, uh, as long as you have the power back up and running in the Metalog Studios, tell everybody how they can catch you guys. Go ahead. I am so, uh, so despondent at what happened to our show yesterday. I was making the argument because we've never had a power outage. It's never happened in the history of us doing the show. It happened yesterday on what I would say is the day of all the last 20 years was the worst day for it to happen. It could have happened any other day. And not felt like that day. But we did get the show up and running a couple of hours late. You can find it, obviously, wherever it is that you find your podcast. You could also watch pieces of it on YouTube. Uh, Lebitard Show, Lebitard and Friends. Uh, thank you for plugging that for me. Uh, it has been a fun time. And now we get two more weeks of it. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, buddy. Likewise. Great job by Lebitard. And, of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. You know I'm talking about Johnny Cuba, European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. If you haven't tried Johnny Cuba yet, I love when you guys send me messages. You show me a picture of your new six-pack of Johnny Cuba, or you're sipping it out of that glass. You got the good pour, no extra foam, and you tell me, Zaslow, I didn't know how delicious Johnny Cuba was. I'm so glad you told me on Zaslow Show 2.0. That really makes me feel good. Then my man Juan, he feels real good. That's John, that's Johnny Cuba, all right? So, hey, if you needed a six-pack for this weekend, maybe tomorrow night for game one, go to your local Sedanos, Presidente, excuse me, Winn-Dixie, Fresco E. Moss. I love having a six-pack of Johnny in the fridge here in the Zaslow Mansion kitchen because that means I'm going to drink responsibly right on the couch in the Zaslow Mansion family room. So, again... 
Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's how you want to enjoy the game tomorrow night. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Excellent job by Lebetard. Appreciate him hanging out with us. We're going to get to Bobby Marks in a few minutes here. We'll do all, uh, we'll, we'll do Heat, of course, but general NBA. I mean, yesterday you had Bob Myers, GM uh, of, of the Warriors. He stepped down, so there's a lot happening here. Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is the new head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. That is a massive upgrade over Doc Rivers. But hey, while the Heat start tomorrow night, the Panthers game one in Vegas is this Saturday night. Now, the way the schedule works out, games three and four, so games one and two in Vegas are Saturday and Monday. That's the first and the third. And then on the sixth and the eighth is games three and four here in Sunrise. My man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets Giggles. You know the Zaslow family. We are four of over 100,000 Americans that are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. It's the only bed sheets we're ever going to sleep on because we found the greatest. So go to SheetsGiggles.com. You could use promo code HEAT. You'll get 25% off your order. Use promo code Zazlow. You'll get 20% off your first order. Sheets and giggles. I got the comforter. I got the fitted sheet. I got the blankets. I got the, the eucalyptus pillow. I got the pillowcases. We're talking naturally softer, cooler, more breathable, and sustainably made so that we're taking care of the earth here as well. Up to 30% less energy used than cotton sheets. Absolutely zero pesticides or incesticides used. You ever sleep on a eucalyptus mattress? I don't have the eucalyptus mattress, but you can pick one up at Sheets and Giggles, all right? SheetsGiggles.com, one of the greatest sponsors on Zaslow Show 2.0. You knew that you knew things were serious when Sheets and Giggles joined the show. Anyway, so I bring up my man Colin and Sheets and Giggles. Go to my Twitter at Zaslow Show. And, and you can also go to the Sheets and Giggles Twitter at Sheets Giggles. And you can vote. So my man Colin is putting together like like, like a, a get-together watch party kind of deal for game four of the Panthers and Vegas Knights. So that's on June 8th, right? First and third. No, first and third and then sixth and eighth. Yeah, so on the 8th, which I believe is Thursday night. Yeah, it's a week from tomorrow night. Game four is next Thursday, June 8th. And he's putting together, keep an eye on his Twitter account. He's putting together like a get-together. He wants everybody to get together near... FLA Live Arena sometime in the afternoon. He's gonna have a he's gonna put up a bar tab so everybody's able to hang out. I will be there. Uh, I think guys from the Greg Co- like I, I I think Chris Cody will be there because you know Sheets and Giggles obviously is a great sponsor of the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody the podcast. Uh, I, I think Roy may be there, so there may be some guys from Levitard Show there as well. So tell him he did like a poll. If this is something we did, would you go? Let him know that you would go. He's, he's going to put up a bar tab for all of us to hang out. And then, of course, if you got tickets to the game, we're going to the game. All right, game four. If you got tickets to the game, we all then go over to the game together. But we're, we're going to start out with like a, like a get-together, uh, you know, meet-up kind of deal early in the afternoon before next Thursday night's game four. So hit up my man Colin at Sheets and Giggles. It's at Sheets Giggles. Of course, go to SheetsGiggles.com and get the greatest bet- betting you're ever going to have in your life. But go to at Sheets Giggles on Twitter and tell Colin you're in. You want to get involved in that. All right, so joining us now, ESPN NBA front office insider Bobby Marks, who's always kind to join us. Uh, very 
uh, nice to us with his time. And of course, being just a game away from the NBA finals here, we're getting in as much of the basketball talk as we can here on the show. Bobby, thanks so much for joining us as always. I really appreciate it. Uh, as a former front office exec, are, are other teams, are other front office GMs, assistant GMs, presidents, are they looking around asking each other, why can't we find the undrafted guys? We keep hearing over and over, undrafted, undrafted, undrafted. We're not talking one undrafted guy to contribute. We're talking a handful of undrafted guys contribute every single night on a team that is making an historic run right now in the Miami Heat. Are other front office executives looking at each other and saying, why can't we do this? Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing story. I think it's more about what happens when they get there. I think it's one thing to go undrafted and bounce around a bunch of teams, but it's another thing to get to Miami, whether you're on a two-way contract and you're playing in Sioux Falls or you're with the organization and you're a developmental player here and then kind of what that next step is. I think anybody can go out and find undrafted players or players who've kind of fallen through the cracks. Um, but, you know, Cale Martin was on a two-way, right? Um, you know, Max and Gabe kind of rose up through the system here as far as being in, you know, you know, um, paying their dues with uh, Sioux Falls, Duncan, the same, Duncan Robinson, the same way here. Um, so that's the that's if I'm a, working in a front office, I'm looking at my player de- development department, right? Saying, like, how do we emulate what the Heat have been able to do um, with some of these, um, you know, with some of these, you know, players, as you said, you know, what, eight or nine undrafted players here. And that's where. Like if your team's like Golden State and your team's like the Clippers and you're like you're these high spent like that's the, what the Heat have done. The model right now is basically going to have to be the model for teams that spend a lot of money into the future as far as where this new collective bargaining agreement is going to be. It's those under the radar um, players that you find um, that you sign to cheap contracts and then you were able to retain. They're essentially the NBA's Moneyball team. Right. Like they're yeah. finding the hidden value and it, it being able to manage. I mean, and in baseball, it's funny because Moneyball is associated with baseball. There's a tax, but there's no salary cap. Uh, Moneyball, you would think, would really be important in, an, in, in a salary cap sport to find the, the value within the margins, which the Heat have been doing. Yeah. I mean, that's you hit it right on the head. I mean, some players, uh, maybe not, maybe if, if you took Gabe off this roster, maybe he doesn't fit in a certain situation just dependent on how the roster is 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 constructed because he can play on with the ball he can play off the ball here um but it's a, it's kind of like a you know you just plug and play right so if max juice becomes too too expensive and free and free agency then you go out and you find the next guy who maybe two years from now can be like that and it's kind of like you continually kind of you know, you turn these players into um you know rotational slash um slash starting players. You know, it was mentioned at the end of the broadcast the other night on TNT and the inside crew was saying, hey, Caleb Martin, he's about to get paid. Well, not really. I know, that's why, and that's why I put it out there. I put it out there um, because I had heard it. And I know it's kind of like the cliche thing yeah. when people, when thing, team, players get it going here. And like, if you said to me like, hey, Gabe Vincent's going to get paid. I'm like, you're right. He's yep. probably going to, yeah. I mean, like there's the limit, you know, as far as what his, he's not going to get $20 million, right? Like, but yeah, with Caleb, like, yeah, he did sign a three year, $20 million contract just a year ago. He could become a free agent in 2024 because he's got a player option in his, in his contract here. So they've got him on a nice contract here. And I think that's kind of, 
you know, like there's going to be a little bit of a domino effect. Like, you know, the Heat are going to have some choices to make um, based on where their free agents are going to be with Gabe and um, Max are their two main guys. Um, when I re- it's funny, I, I wrote their, the offseason article um, going into that Chicago game. I had to, <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't have a choice. Um, it's the longest standing offseason article that still has not come out yet. Um, and I've, I've updated it multiple times here. And, um, and what I said in there, um, you know, uh, towards, you know, with regards to Gabe and, and, and Max is, is that how this new collective bargaining agreement sets up is that teams have basically kind of a one year reprieve, right? Before really some of these really harsh restrictions start in, in 2025. So you can technically keep both of these players, um, even with Kyle's big number on the books here and not get as penalized as you will in the future. However, what I didn't take into account was the Caleb Martin play here because he's going to be a free agent potentially in 24 and his whatever $7 million salary might be a little bit higher here. So that's a story for another day. But, um, but I mean, listen, what Miami has been able to do and you've seen this team forever here and um, it's not a fluke. I mean, I picked, I've picked them in every series here and I, you do. I, yep. I think, yeah, and I'm the only. I think me and George Sedano, and I saw George in Iowa yesterday out here in LA, and I picked them in the Denver series here. Like, can they beat the Denver? Yeah, I do. It's going to be hard. I mean, this 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 Denver team is a different animal here, just because their size, um, they're well coached, um, they're resilient. Um, but I just, I hey, I, I've seen this team play all year. I've seen them play for the, you know, they don't quit. Um, this Miami does not quit at all. And um, if you told me two weeks now, he in six, I would say doesn't surprise me at all. Is is Caleb Martin and what we're seeing from him, is it a mirage or whatever happens in the finals? Will we go into the offseason saying, okay, we believe in Caleb Martin as now I understand, you know, Tyler Hero's on the team and, and we could talk about his status in a moment, but will they go into next year saying, yeah, we believe in Caleb Martin as part of this core. I have to, I mean, I players, and I know you want to, some people want to use kind of the, the analogy of like, you know, NCAA player NCAA, in an NCAA tournament players getting hot. And then all yeah. of a sudden their draft your you know, you get to go to the lottery here. I mean, I've seen enough of, I mean, playoffs mean something, you know, putting players in a meaningful game seven on the road to put up that performance. You can do that anywhere. You can do it in game 30 of the regular season here. Uh, I still think there's probably more out there for him for another year of body of work before you could say, Hey, he's going to be the guy getting four year, $60 million or one of these big numbers here. Like where he he's at is, is a great number. And he has certainly turned a, a good contract into a great contract here. But I still think there's more there's more for me or for people if you're evaluating players to see over a more body of work here. But I think the one thing you learn that you can trust them, um, you can trust them in big spots. Uh, and and how you do that is you know you get to an NBA Finals, you have a, a great conference finals where you're basically one vote away from being named you know MVP. Uh, did you have a problem with Jimmy getting the Eastern Conference MVP? I didn't. I mean, he, his games one, two, and seven were off the charts. You know, game three was the blowout. Um, so I, I didn't. I understood where, you know, where, you know, how the voting goes here. Um, Caleb was consistent. Uh, I thought throughout the play, you know, you know, he was tremendous. And I thought in game six, um, the home game, 
he was off the charts in game seven. He was, he was consistent here. So, um, but I thought Jimmy was great in game seven. Um, so I didn't have a, it was, it was five to four, you know, I didn't have, a, I didn't have a problem at all as far as who got uh, MVP. I just felt when Jimmy had a great game, they won those games. Yeah. When he had a poor game, they lost those three games to me. That's the most valuable player then. Yeah, no, that's usually how we should judge it as far as how much of an impact that player has on uh, on on the game. You know, you mentioned you've had your offseason outlook for the Heat written since the play-in game against Chicago, and it's funny because I, I, you know, I remember doing shows the day leading up to that game, and there was a portion of the Heat fan base that wanted them wanted them to lose that night because they believed this team had run its course. I wasn't one of those, but believed this team had run its course and a loss in the play-in in embarrassing fashion would force major changes. Of course, here we are now. Uh, is this the most improbable run to the finals you've ever seen? Because the only other time there's been an eight seed, it was New York in 99, which knocked off the Heat, Allen Houston in the first round. But that Knicks team, uh, Marcus Camby, Latrell Sprewell, even Larry Johnson, I believe, they missed so much time due to injury during that lockout shortened season. They were a little bit of an unfair eight seed. So is this the most improbable run? I think so. I mean, the one thing, and, and I wrote about it, is that um, second most games missed this season. Um, I think 29 different starting lineups. Um, so it wasn't like this whole this roster was intact the whole year. Like you could say, like, hey, we this was the, the same group we ran out for eighty two games, and this is kind of who they are. And all of a sudden, it turned around here. I think what's amazing here is that you ha- you didn't have you haven't had your third best player since game one of the Milwaukee series, mm-hmm. and you were able to beat the one, two, and four seeds in the playoffs to get to the NBA Finals, and everybody else has been able to step up with Tyler out here. Um, I'm interested to see um, if he returns. I'm interested to see how Eric uses him. You bring him um, off the bench, right? You see oh, what definitely. you got. And- oh yeah. And I thought, and I thought there was moments in game six where he could have become, he was, he could have been really valuable. I thought he was going to play game six. Yeah. I did. And I thought just, you know, the ability to kind of space the floor and get you, um, um, you know, get you some shots. I think he's valuable from, you know, from a rebounding standpoint. I think he's one of the best, better you know best i guess best rebounding guards out there mm-hmm. um just because when you go small and as you saw like you know offensive rebounds kind of kill you because you're going with that small lineup of, of him going to the boards here and um so i'm interested in um i'm interested to see what happens with uh, you know certainly with tyler here let's do a couple of off-season things here real quick bobby marks uh bob myers he steps down yeah. yesterday gm of the warriors uh, what do you make of that situation? Do you think there was a tipping point? Uh, it, it, did it just feel like, you know, did the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole stuff wear on him? What do you think happened there? I just think you get burned out. I mean, I think it just runs its course. And Bob had a good line where it says, like, if you're not 100% committed to go, to doing this, then it's not fair to the players. It's not fair to the front office. He, Joe Lacob's a tough owner. I mean, you saw the press conference where Joe Lacob said, hey, you know, Bob's going to be with me through June 30th. And he's going to be, you know, and basically like Bob Myers is like, are you like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm done. Right. Like, it's over. Like, it's there's no more here. And the, the you know, the expectation to win every year, certainly extra expectation with that payroll every year. I don't know if there was a tipping point here, but I do think you get to a point where. Um, you know, you want to maybe do something different. And I think he'll probably take a year off. Um, he's still young enough and he'll, he'll run a team um, eventually again. There's a lot of questions there. Um, certainly with Draymond becoming a free agent, 
Clay Thompson's going into the last year, the, the new collective bargaining agreement, how stringent it is going to be with this roster. Um, how does this roster improve outside of splitting up Curry, Thompson, and Green? You know, certainly we'll look at Jordan Poole probably in the offseason. Um, but no, I just think front all you get burnt out doing this. I mean, it's a daily grind. I mean, this is why I, this is why I sleep better at night in the media, right? Like I couldn't. Like if I ever wanted to get back in, like I needed to be fully a hundred percent invested and I'm not like I'm, I'm, I enjoy it, but I'm like, I don't know if I can, I can do the daily grind that, you know, that these guys do. Off season outlook, Boston Celtics, the coach, Jalen Brown. What are we looking at there? Yeah. You know, after they were down three Oh, I had a section in the, in the Celtics off season on Joe Missoula, their head coach. And I know he signed an extent. I mentioned on TV, on, um, on a Tuesday or yeah Tuesday um that if I was the Celtics I would look at what else is out there and I know they just signed him to an extension I thought getting to a game seven probably saved him um he's got a lot of money left on his deal but I looked at what was you know this is certainly before Philadelphia hired Nick Nurse there was a wealth of veteran coaches out there whether it be Monty Williams or Mike Budenholzer or even Doc Rivers and Nick Nurse beforehand um would that be a better fit or do they just kind of you know you know, bolster up the depth of the coaching staff as far as bringing more veterans here um, with uh, Missoula. And that's probably going to be the likely outcome here as far as it's not the DNA of Brad Stevens, you know, certainly. And you could say, hey, like, it's almost like with Miami with Eric, right, back in the day here, as far as he's got, if they see a young coach that's got a lot of promise, but maybe you need to just kind of put better people around him or kind of upgrade your coaching staff, you do that. The Jalen Brown situation is going to be fascinating. He's eligible for that big Supermax extension. Only one player has ever turned it down was Kawhi back in San Antonio. Um, I think he will be offered it. I think he will sign it. I think what we'll see is that, you you know, you're kind of in a holding pattern with this group until maybe a year from now or two years from now, and then maybe you do pivot. Um, but it's hard for me to, to break up two players who are at 25 and 26 who play a, a position of need in this league and who are two top 20 players. Um, Brown had a not good series. We all realized that. I think he was hurt. I felt like he was hurt. Um, that's not an excuse here. But for me, I would I would still sign him. I would sign Tatum next year. And then I kind of figure out, hey, if I got to move Jalen Brown a year from now, I can do that here. And I think he's got more value on one of these long-term extensions than on an expiring contract. Thanks a lot for joining us, Bobby. And again, uh, Bobby Marks is one of probably just a couple on ESPN.com. And you've been doing it all year. You got the heat winning this series. I do. I have them in six games. I um I was gonna say Denver in seven, then I said no. I live in Florida. I'm going to stick with the Heat. Uh, I've ridden them all all year here, and um, we'll see if it, in two weeks from now if I'm right or not. Tell everyone uh, you got stuff coming out over the next couple of days leading into Game One. I imagine. Yeah. So we have uh you know we've got uh, something coming out and how the rosters were built for both teams here. It's kind of a little bit of a different style. Denver has basically built this you know through the draft. Um, certainly with Jokic, Murray, Porter, uh, Miami's been different. Certainly free agency and then the Butler trade and then you had Bam and, and Tyler in in, uh, in in the draft here. So a look at that and then we'll have the um, Denver and um, Miami offseason article. They're the last two teams left. We've got all twenty eight teams up already. Um, we'll have a bunch of free agency stuff leading up to um, June 30th. We've got the draft in three weeks, um, June 22nd here. So we're heading into a very busy month of June. Great job, Bobby. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us again. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
Thanks again to Bobby Marks for joining us. And of course, every guest on Zaslow Show 2.0, always brought to us by our beer of choice, the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, go pick up a refreshing German lager in a can at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Win Dixie. You know that's how I'm going to be enjoying the game tomorrow night. I got a Johnny right there in my hand. I'm very pumped up for tomorrow night. Remember, Always drink responsibly, and don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home or your business, that that could be a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. That's why you're going to call Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, or go to WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let them tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. All right. This came out today. I haven't watched it yet because I'm I'm doing the show. You're listening to the show in the future, so maybe you've already seen the series finale of Ted Lasso, one of the greatest shows of all time. Um, um, Amazing, wonderful, feel-good show. The finale is out today. Uh, I, I think we all know the way it's going to end, or at least we know the biggest part as far as the way it's going to end. No spoilers here because maybe you're not all caught up, but I can't wait to get around to watch this. I know it's going to be super sad. It's likely going to be a tearjerker, but it's going to make all of us feel good like it has for the last few years. I mean, it. <coughs> excuse me, Ted Lasso, remember, it came out during COVID, which was the perfect timing because we all needed something to feel good about. And this show was there for us. What a tremendous all-time great show. That's a big deal. Series finale of Ted Lasso. Big deal or not a big deal. So, ESPN Analytics. We know that their analytics department gave the Heat a 3% chance to beat the Boston Celtics. And the Heat, they took that ass. Well, they're giving the Heat an 11% chance to beat the Denver Nuggets. So this is big trouble. This is bad news for the Denver Nuggets. You know it because they're giving the Heat 8 more percent than they gave the Heat beating the Boston Celtics. And we all know how that turned out. So ESPN Analytics giving the Heat an 11% chance to beat Denver. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. How about ESPN's expert predictions? I love this stuff. And you heard Bobby Marks there as well. So you had 15 of their experts give their prediction on this series. 11 of them had the Nuggets. Four of them had the Heat. Bobby Marks, like he said. George Sedano, like he also said. Israel Gutierrez. And Nick DePaula. I don't know who that is. So those are the four real ones. Those four have the Miami Heat winning the championship. All four of them picked Jimmy Butler as the finals MVP. The 11 voters who picked the Nuggets, they all have Nikola Jokic as the MVP. So ESPN's predictions, Nuggets 11, Heat 4, not a big deal. You can't tell the future. None of them know for sure. Not a big deal. Finally, one more for you here. Big deal or not a big deal? Last night, this premiered ESPN 30 for 30, American Gladiators. I haven't watched it yet. I'm pro... Tonight's a great night to watch it. We don't have anything else going on. If you're not old enough to have seen the show, American Gladiators competition show where you had uh, contestants 
two male, two female, they would go head to head with each other, but they're not really going head to head with each other. They're 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 trying to score points. Like the point system was head to head, but they're going up against the gladiators. And the gladiators were these muscle-bound steroid freaks. And this is obviously a behind the scenes look at it. This is one of the all-time greatest competition shows. So if you were old enough to watch American Gladiators, I was a huge fan. Every Sunday night, I believe on USA, every Sunday night, American Gladiators. I am very much looking forward to American Gladiators. 30 for 30, it premiered last night, part one, I believe. So that's a big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, let them tell you if the water, mold, or fire damage in your home, 954-900-8635, if that's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! Great show today. Excellent job by everybody putting it together. Your hard work is always appreciated. Hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff for the algorithm. That really helps me. I don't know how the algorithm works, but whatever. It helps me, and then I got all the monies, and then everybody is happy. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to... Go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.